Section 17 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Debbie R. Baker Robinson. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Alcott. The Maiden of the White Camellias. Japanese Myth. It happened that in a village not far from the foot of Mount Fuji, there once lived a poor lad named Yosoji. His father was dead, but his mother was still living, though she was very old and feeble. Yosoji's one thought was of his mother, and he worked hard and cheerfully from early morning until late evening to earn rice and clothes for her. And in the night he did the work of the house so that she should not get tired. One spring, a terrible sickness came to the village, and many of the people caught the disease, among them Yosoji's old mother. Hour by hour she grew worse, until Yosoji thought her dying. Then his heart seemed breaking with sorrow, and he rushed from the house to find help. He remembered how the old folk of the village had often said that there was a hidden, health-giving spring of water on Fujiyama, so he ran to the mountain and began to ascend it. Eagerly he climbed, forcing the bushes apart with his hands, so that the rosy white petals of a hundred blossoms fell upon him, but he did not see them. The birds sang to him from the trees, but he did not hear them, for he was climbing breathlessly upward, thinking only of how to save his mother. At last he reached a spot where three paths crossed, and stopped to consider which to take. As he did so, a lovely maiden stepped from the forest. She was clad in glistening white, and her long, dark hair fell around her. In her hand, she carried a branch of waxen white camellias. Yosoji, said the maiden, smiling sweetly, come, follow me to the spring from which gushes the elixir of life. And turning, she waved her branch of camellias for him to follow. He did so eagerly and full of wonder and soon he found himself beside a rock from which gushed a crystal stream tinkling softly like a thousand silver bells. Take this gourd, Yosoji, said the maiden. Fill and drink, then fill again and carry the gourd home to your mother. Wondering still more, Yosoji bent over the spring and filled the gourd. As he touched the sparkling liquid to his lips, he felt new life coursing through his veins, and his sorrow and fatigue fell from him like an old garment. He rose up joyful and stronger than ever before. Then the maiden led him back to the spot where he had met her. Farewell, O Yosoji, loving son of a good mother, said she, smiling. After three days return here again, for you will need more of the precious water. Having thanked her with many grateful words, Yosoji hastened down the mountainside and soon stood by his mother's bed. He put the gourd to her lips, and she fell into a calm and health-giving sleep. And when morning came, she got up as well and brisk as she had been in her youth. Three days passed by, and Yosoji returned to the mountain and climbed to the spot where the three paths crossed. The lovely maiden met him as before, and, smiling, led the way to the spring, where he again filled his gourd. Thanking her, he hastened to the village. He gave the water to some of the sick people to drink and cured them. Five times in this wise did Yosoji visit the hidden spring on Mount Fuji, and, guided by the maiden, fetched more of the elixir of life, and so cured all the sick in his village. 
Then the people began to praise Yosoji, and his fame spread to distant lands. People brought him gifts, and wherever he went they bowed before him. But he was not happy. He knew that all the praise and thanks belonged to the maiden who had been his guide. He wished greatly to see her and thank her for what she had done. So early one morning he set out for Mount Fuji, carrying gifts to please the maiden. He climbed the mountain and reached the spot where the three paths crossed. But though he waited long, the maiden did not come. At last, disappointed, he followed the path to the spring, and, on reaching the rock, found that the water no longer gushed from it. The spring was dried up, and only a few drops trickled down the face of the rock. Then, while he stood looking sorrowfully about, he saw the lovely maiden herself standing near him. She was more beautiful than ever. Her dark hair floated around her like a cloud. Her robe glistened like snow in the sunlight. Her eyes smiled more sweetly than ever, while the branch of camellias in her hand gave out a subtle and delicious perfume. Seeing her thus, Yosoji uttered a cry of delight and sprang forward to lay his gifts at her feet. But the maiden gently waved her branch of camellias, and a soft, rosy cloud descended from the very top of Mount Fuji, and, enveloping her, floated back to the top again. Then Yosoji knew that his lovely guide was none other than the fairy maiden of the never-dying mountain, who had taken compassion upon him and saved his mother. And while he gazed upward with rapture, the branch of camellias, giving out its delicious perfume, fell at his feet. End of section 17 Recording by Debbie R. Baker Robinson